0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're talking about my new book, Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide. This is episode, uh, or yeah, episode podcast, episode part two of the book review. So if you didn't listen to part one, hop back an episode, catch up. Uh, For those of you on Facebook Live, sorry for the delay. I'll explain that. I'll explain that in just a moment. In the meantime, we'll be right back.
1: Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I finally? Yeah, finally. Those of you on Facebook Live, we apologize for the 15-minute uh, delay. <laughs> 15 minutes. Is are that thereabouts? how long it took? Um, Jesus. Our la- we're recording two episodes back-to-back, and yeah. as soon as we ended last episode... <laughs> One of the foam panels fell off the wall <laughs> and just made our system go haywire. It, it just knocked it It just desk. knocked everything out. Yeah. Um, so so we are we're, we're here struggling to figure out wh- why is this not working now? And those on Facebook Live, they're probably hearing us going, Okay, okay, this yeah, that, Oh, that'd that, be great, that, great that. if they could if they were listening to the whole thing. Probably. They're probably <laughs> what the like the fuck are you doing? Yeah. They're probably like Ah da 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> oh my that's god. What, that's what they were thinking. God. Uh, Bless it. So, thanks for Facebook Live, people. If you're still here, thanks for hanging in. Yeah, we apologize for the uh, for the technical glitch. Jeez, we're yeah. back. We're back, though. We're yeah, back. We're, we're here. We're, we're here. Words of George Costanza: I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> so uh, this is David Wright again. This is Matt Fox with me as usual, pushing buttons and making panels. Fall we're here off in the, the South uh, Podcast, Detroit Southfield Studios. Okay. It's a, it's a tad less palatial since oh, the panel fell off and knocked was, our system I out. I was but, waiting for that. <laughs> but it'll be okay well we, we've worked through it uh yeah you know it's a, the perils of show business i guess correct <laughs> correct so yes thanks for joining me folks uh let me tell you where you can find me my website is a Uh on the website you find all my cool stuff uh, uh the podcast page if you if you guys are going there for the podcast it, it is probably not quite uh I'm doing some work on it, so if it doesn't look right or or you don't have episodes, uh, my suggestion for now is find it on your podcast provider, whoever that is—Stitcher, iTunes, Apple, or uh, Spotify, wherever wherever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that will be up to date. I'm, I'm working. It's in the midst of an overhaul. Let's say that. You can find me on social media, Facebook, and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno, and that's H-Y-P-N-O. Hungry, hungry, hypno. Hungry, hungry, hypnose. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide that's available on every show that we do. Again, it's a PDF just explaining the basics of hypnosis, dispelling some myths and misconceptions, kind of giving you an idea exactly how and why it works. And uh, that's always available. Just uh, something that i like to give away. You can grab that. That link will be in the show notes as well. And the most important thing is wherever you are listening, whether it's be on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever, wherever it is, uh, please connect, like subscribe, join, whatever, whatever that thing is where you're going to connect with my show and please leave a review. That's the most important thing is uh, more reviews. The more people find my show, the better it goes. It's better for everybody. Well, better for me too. Yes. In particular. So yeah, I would really appreciate a review. That, that would be fantastic. So yeah, thanks folks. We're here. Um, (laughs) Okay, sorry for the. Those of you listening to audio, you have no idea what we're talking about because
1: um, no, honestly, we just hopped I, right in. So. I'm just going to be a little bit later for the party tonight. So you take oh, your no, time. Oh no, you're good. You're good. You take your time. Yep, I fine. want folks
0: to understand what's going on with yep, your book absolutely, and all that absolutely. Stuff, so. so let's 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 hop into let's hop into it. Oh. how winning is done. All right. So our winner of the week, we, we, because I like animals, we get a lot of animal stories. So this is an animal story. Oh, fine. Um, I'm listening. You can find a little bit of everything at Walmart, from produce to groceries to lingerie to big screen TVs and auto parts. For one, for one very lucky mutt, as a dog, if you know where to look, you can also find your misplaced human friend. When Abby the dog disappeared in Dothan, Alabama, Hmm. all she left behind was her collar and an empty tie-out line. June Roundtree and her husband scoured the neighborhood door-to-door searching for their missing four-year-old black-and-white fur baby to no avail. Hmm. Three weeks passed, and there was still no sign of Abby. Then something extraordinary happened. What happened? June was working the weekend shift at the Walmart register when she heard a ruckus. Oh, I'm sorry. She heard a rumpus. Rumpus okay. is a funny word. Rumpus. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard rumpus in a yeah, very rump- long time. Rumpus is, yeah, that's kind of a crazy word. What in
1: blazes are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's a rumpus. That's what that article says. <laughs> hmm. Somehow, a dog had gotten loose in the store and was dodging the would-be shoppers and staff trying to cor- corral her as she careened through the various departments. Hmm. I was like, what in the world is happening? Customer service associate Danielle Robinette told the Washington Post. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: When the dog arrived at June's register, it was clear she wasn't checking out. She was checking in. (laughs) Although June could scarcely believe it, the dashing doggy in line was her long-lost absent Abbey. I called her name and she came to me, Roundtree told uh, the Washington Post. I bent over and hugged her. I completely lost it then. I couldn't speak. I was in complete shock. I just couldn't believe it. Hmm. No one is sure where Abby was for three weeks when she went AWOL, but for a dog that had been on its own for three weeks, she was in remarkably good shape. Wow. The Roundtrees believe someone must have been feeding her even if they were unable to catch her, and they're truly grateful for that. Hmm. There's also speculation that since June had been with Abby in the Walmart parking lot a few times, the dog may have recognized the location when she happened upon it in her travels. Mm. Isn't that crazy? That is great. Whether Abby was prompted to brave the superstore's threshold in search of food, shelter, or something else is anyone's guess, but we'd like to think the canny canine followed her hunting instincts on a hunch that June would be inside. Um while we're not sure what aisle Walmart generally stocks happy reunions on, we think it's safe to say when Abby left the store to go home with her mom, she was one... Oh, it's a terrible pun in this article. Okay, here she we go. She was possibly... She was one possibly satisfied customer. Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> I bum not have a I don't have a rim shot on here. <laughs> we'll All right, just do enough. that one. Oh, oh! There
1: you go. Great Odin's Raven!
0: That's the so thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's cool. the dog was was gone for three weeks. Yeah, just on its own, and nah. finds finds the, her owner in a, in Walmart, mm-hmm. working in Walmart, in the store. <laughs> wow! Like like, how did the dog even get in the store to start with? It's Walmart. Anybody could go. Oh, well, Yeah, Walmart. I guess so. Yeah, it's that, it's that old. That's that older person working the front door. Hey, right. welcome to Walmart. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, just waved at the dog as they yeah. came in. Yeah. They said, "Oh, get no pants. That's okay." <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah, I heard the dog found her, her owner at Walmart. So, for Abby the dog and June the owner, we're winners of the week. Thank you.
1: That's how winning is done.
0: <laughs> that's a cool story. Yes, it, it is. Cool. Thank
1: you. for and, and that's the thing with, with uh, animals, dogs, you yeah. know, that their sense of smell, their olfactory yeah. sense. Yeah she probably got a whiff the scent of mm-hmm. her owner and they just so happened to be back at that store.
0: You know, but I kind of I think about this cuz I have a dog. Yeah. And I just while while he's he is smart. I mean, I I'm, you know, I've had dogs. I grew up with dogs. Mm-hmm. This is our first dog. It, it is our family. Sure. But um I I know they're smart. They they know, you know, they know how to do tricks and mm-hmm. sit up and mm-hmm. They know play, how to push they know they how to push your you. buttons too. Yeah, exactly. They know how yeah. to get what they want. Yeah. But for some reason I just feel like my dog w- would not have the brains to find me if, if he ever got <laughs> lost. I just think he'd just be, oh. you know, I just feel like as a human he would just be one of those guy people that just wander around and just
1: be like, uh. did, it, did that Did that uh,
0: article say if that was a female or male dog by chance? Uh, I'm assuming it's female because it's called Abby. Oh, but, okay. But who knows? Right, okay. They, they didn't reference, but but then by saying. the name, I'm assuming it's probably female.
1: Uh, it was a male, he probably out soiling uh,
0: oats and stuff. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I just probably going out to have some fun and <laughs> then he's coming back later. He put on his white
1: dress shoes and he got out of town for a little bit.
0: 63. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, that's for sure. Um so folks, we're talking about my book Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. It just came out uh a, on what? Sunday of last week. Yeah. Actually, I got it in the mail on Sunday, so it was actually out on Friday of last week. So just just about about a week ago. Nice. It was after we recorded, so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't have it then. But, well, I was scrolling through. Oh, no, you're right, because I didn't have the physical copy. Correct. It, it was posted when yeah. we when we recorded yeah, I, I last was
1: scrolling week. through my Facebook feed, and then yep. I see I see you sitting on your porch having a scotch and yep. a cigar. Scotch and, and saying, a cigar. Hey, guess what I got? And I'm like,
0: what came in a package? So the Amazon yeah. guy dropped it off. So uh, those of you on Facebook Live, I know you've seen it, yeah. probably, if you're on my Facebook page. It, you know, and
1: honestly, like I said before, it's very catcher in the ryeish. just the font and yes, the color. I, I just
0: I, I wanted something simple but at the same time because I mean I, I told you I'm, I'm in a couple of Facebook groups with with other authors yes. other other aspiring authors right right um, and a lot of the covers I see I, I you know they're like oh that's cool but a lot of them are like whoa it's way too much like like it's just no, like it's, I just can't look at it um, it catches your eye so so yeah and that's the whole point point. And, and I did want it to be simple based on some other other books that I've that I've read right um, right. So yeah, it, it's 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 that's what I wanted. Somebody just to look and say, "Oh, what's that?" Mm-hmm. So, so last episode we covered the first couple chapters. The first chapter is this time will be different, mm-hmm. and the second chapter we talked about purpose. Right. And uh, Agent Smith made an appearance. <laughs> these hobbits. So these. once these <laughs> these, <Sorry>. these hobbits. <laughs> it's just Agent Smith when it's he's Agent in the Smith, Hobbit. Yeah, exactly. And I just, like, Absolutely. Yeah, it's I just, just it's the same actor. It's mm-hmm. the same voice. Uh-huh. So we talked about chapter one and two kind of sets up, okay, why am I doing this? How's it gonna be different? Mm -hmm. So chapter three going forward, we hit a few chapters of things that you need to start, things that you need to work on now that Mm -hmm. you have your purpose. How are you gonna make these corrections? And if those of you who who have listened to the podcast for any amount of time, chapter three is how to guarantee failure. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, that was early on was. It was, it was way back when. Yeah. and and really, it, it just says that because you have, it. it and I preface this by saying, this chapter is a bit tongue in cheek, but there are definitely things that are going to guarantee that you fail
1: mm.
0: if you do if you're if you're if you do these things as habits. These are habits you have to break mm-hmm. because otherwise, you're you're not going to be successful. So we talk about other people who have who have failed, but it didn't stop them. They they did what they had to do and they moved on and they became successful Mm -hmm. so it is it's it's realizing what am i doing that's causing my failures how do i correct it which is going to lead to success in the future Mm. we all know because i'm a stephen king fan Mm -hmm. we've mentioned him many times on the show uh, his first novel carrie he he was working on it actually threw it in the trash i did not know that he did and his wife tabitha Mm-hmm. pulled it out of the trash, read it, and she says, "I think you have something here. I mm-hmm. think you need to work on this." Hmm. He was done with it. He just thought it, it was he just didn't think he thought it was no good. Right. And that's that self that self-criticism, mm-hmm. that self-doubt that you get. Um I mean, uh, another famous author, J.K. Rowling. She was on uh oh, yeah. she was on government assistance. Yeah. Before she made it big with Harry Potter. Yeah. Um so so those are examples of people that that even even though they, they supposedly have failed many times it didn't stop them from pursuing what they wanted what was going to make them happy again fulfilling their purpose because they had a purpose for what they were doing so here are just a couple of things that if you do these things you can guarantee you're going to fail yeah right so and and i and i know if you want to look back and find that podcast episode i uh, i should have put it in my notes i don't know remember which one it was but The first one, or one, one item is blame everyone else for everything wrong that happens <laughs> in your life. Right. Just put the blame elsewhere. Never take responsibility. Hmm. You know, it, it's just, just always assume it's somebody else and it's not your fault. Ah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm stroking my chin. I'm saying, I wonder who <laughs> I know that's like that.
1: Because uh-huh.
0: we all know somebody like mm-hmm. that. We really do. I mean, think about it. Think about that person at work that's always like, oh, it wasn't my fault. I didn't know. Or oh, so-and-so was supposed to do it. They're, they're always deflecting blame mm-hmm. and, and not taking responsibility. And that's the big thing. You're going to make mistakes. And I say this to every client I see. We all screw up. We all have issues we can work on. Nobody's perfect. So that means you're going to make mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. The best thing is to own them so that you learn how not to make that mistake going forward uh another another one is the, uh, another thing to guarantee failure is just do the same thing every day never do anything different because if you just do the same thing every day you're going to be exactly where you are now mm-hmm. 10 years from now yep nothing will be different nope. you're going to be stuck right where you're at and and i i i say this a lot to clients i'm like listen Specifically, clients who might might be depressed and they're unmotivated and they just they have the same routine. I'll just give you general examples because this pattern fits a lot of them. You know, they 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 go to sleep and they sleep until eleven or twelve because they're just they just not they don't feel motivated. They feel tired. They're depressed. They get up. They might eat. They might not. They just sit. They might watch some TV or. You know, play a game on the computer, but 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 they don't. There's nothing. There's nothing to get them moving. There's nothing to get them to change and do anything different. And and I always get the response. I'm like, okay, see, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to set an alarm and be up. And I'm not even talking like unreasonable times, but like nine, ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first thing I want you to do is I want you to do some sort of exercise for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Just physical movement, whether it be walking, whether it be just. Going up and down the stairs, not anything that's going to be super difficult, but you just have to change this habit. You have to change what you're doing because if you do the same thing you're doing, nothing's going to change, right? That's a big one. And I know we, we probably hit on that in, in, the, uh, in the podcast episode when we talked about this as well. Uh, another one that really, <laughs> this is one that, that I see a lot too, just, just be angry, just all stay angry all the time. Be don't be Christian Bale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't be like this guy. What the, the fuck are you doing? Ah <laughs> oh, da, da 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? Yeah, oh, good for you. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Don't shut me up. Yeah, don't yeah. be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah. yeah, always angry. You know. Yeah, always angry. Just just. Well, for for that point in time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for that moment, yes. Yeah. But, but I mean, feel like but, but people who are angry, they they, it's mm. it's always comes comes from some other emotion. Unless you identify where it's coming from, you're you're not. And this sounds trite and cliche. You're not going to be happy. How can you be happy when you're always angry? Mm-hmm. It, it can't happen. They can't coexist. Um, one of the other ways to guarantee your failure. Mm. Is never do anything new or challenging. So a lot of people, again, like a lot of clients, for examples, they'll they'll be still they'll be in a job that they hate. But then when they get offered a different job, they'll be like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that because right. I know this one, even though it sucks, I know it. Right. But the change is is scary for them. Right. The change is like, ooh, even though I'm miserable where I'm at, at least I know what right. the miserable is. <sighs> you know that in order to
1: feel better about yourself and that that you are, know you're succeeding, you have to challenge yourself. You have to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Is it going to work every single time? Are you going to be successful every single time?
0: Absolutely not. No, but as long as you're learning every right. single time, that's the key. Right. And and that's the whole thing. A- anything worthwhile that you do involves some risk. Mm-hmm. That's just part of that's part of how it works. And. If you never risk anything, you're never going to gain anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that to gamblers. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm saying that saying that in general. No, absolutely. You uh, have to put yourself out There's a risk. You walk out the door. It's a risk. Well, sure. You yeah. Every up, day. Every yeah, day yeah. is 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 a risk. Every yeah. time. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Even in your house, you're at risk. Yeah. You get it. You you crawl out of bed. Hey, you know what? <laughs>
1: It, that's a risk
0: I, I mean i mean yeah i mean the risk is very small but you could be at risk lying in bed mm-hmm. what what if you're i don't know what if your light fixture fell out and smacked oh. you in the head or something I, who knows i've had that happen to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was a very young gentleman yeah. a very young kid and yeah yeah light fixture came right off the wow lap, hit yeah me right, right in the face it
0: was yeah great. i always think that with our ceiling fan i just always kind of wonder you know if that comes off it probably won't <laughs> hurt us too bad it's not right over our heads right you know right. um or give up whenever you meet resistance. That's another way to guarantee your failure. Eh, eh. Just like that's too hard. I'm going to give up. I yeah. can't do it. So, so this whole chapter is dedicated on these habits that you you must you you have to you have to get rid of these habits in order to experience success. Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's another one, and and we talked about making not taking responsibility. Oh. The other one that goes with it is making excuses why right. you can't do anything. Right. Like, oh, I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. I don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. All of these things that people tell each other. And I know I probably told this this uh, example on the show before about my dad. My dad was a he, – he He started as a blue-collar worker, but he worked for a steel mill for like 30 years. Mm. And he was probably in his – he was in his young 50s, maybe 52 and this was back in like the early 80s, mm-hmm. maybe just a, yeah, right about the early 80s. So Great Lake Steel laid off all of their employees yeah. that were over 50. Did with, they? Shouldn't say all. A, right. a, a big, big portion of them. I was going to say, Wow. Which you can't do nowadays because no. of, of, it's age discrimination. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So, so I'm not, I, I don't have the details of that. So, I'll, well, Great Lakes doesn't exist anymore, so it doesn't it matter. Doesn't matter. No, nobody's going to, I'm not going to defame them in any way because yeah. they don't exist. So so for him, he, he could have he said, oh, well, I, I can't do, what am I going to do now? He could have made excuses and just yeah. wallowed in self-pity, but um, he went to nursing school. He became an RN. Wow! had yeah, a nursing 52. degree at age like fifty six. That's amazing. Yeah, worked as a nurse until until he. Uh, and I'm sure that was even more fulfilling for him. Oh, absolutely! He yeah. was doing something that he loved at that point. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't I know that he was working infectious care for a while, and then he was in another area, and then he he was he was actually I I, he, I think he had taken the test to actually uh, be an ER nurse. And and I don't think that panned out, but, but he was doing something he liked and he just, he, he had some purpose at that. And we go back to our purpose, which was way back in chapter two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, all of these things, and, and there's a whole list in that chapter of things. If you want to, if you want to fail, do these things, mm. which in a way means don't do them. But right. you know, chapter four, we talk about beliefs. So this is the big thing. Um, our beliefs impact everything we do. Um, and we're going to go back to a recent episode that we talked about the philosopher Epictetus, mm-hmm. which I mentioned in this chapter. Nice. And in, in his, what Epictetus said is actually, this is Darren Brown. Um, oh, okay. Who says this, but it's about Epictetus. Don't tell yourself you're going to fail. That's just a story we tell ourselves and this idea that our stories define us in other words it's not really e- events that affect us but our reactions to them so so that whole that whole philosophy of epictetus this the stoic philosophy approach mm-hmm. is that things don't affect you your your reactions and your thoughts about those things affect you mm-hmm. and and we've used examples you know many times in the past you know and I use this with clients a lot, what, what's the difference between one person who experiences the death of a loved one? Second person experiences the same thing, a death of a loved one. Person one spends years in grief and unable to function and emotionally unstable mm-hmm. and anxious and, and they, they just can't get past that loss. Person two goes through grieving stages, is angry, is upset, is sad, but eventually they get back to quote-unquote normal. Right. Come, they come to terms. They come to terms with it, and they move on, and they continue their life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the same experience happened to both people. The difference between those two people is how they think about it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. So your beliefs dictates everything that you do, because if you do it based on your beliefs, and you don't change those beliefs, even though you know they're, they're self-defeating, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to be able to do it. Right. And the example I use in the book is kids believe in santa claus
1: <laughs>
0: it's a belief yes they they believe in santa claus they think this guy comes and comes down the chimney and leaves them gifts they believe that now think about it if that belief never changed how oh, that how would that affect you into adulthood you know what we'd be a lot happier <laughs> we might <laughs> although when we realize that santa's not bringing us anything right <laughs> you know but but at some point that that's that's a as a kid, it's it's okay. That's just, it's something people do. But as you get older, that's a faulty belief. Right. It's, you're believing something that's not true. Right. And and how will that affect you going forward? I got to share with
1: you. My, yes. my sister is an amazing individual. Uh-huh. Raising uh, my niece, she would actually get flour, And she'd put on really big shoes Christmas Eve after my niece would go to bed and she would walk in the shoes, put them in flowers and do the snow prints prints in the, in the carpet. From the chimney to the tree, and then from the tree around, sometime around the tree, and then back to the chimney. Wow! So you know, my niece would wake up that Christmas morning, and she'd be like,
0: "Oh my God! Oh, that, Santa was here!" Well, and for kids, that's a great thing. It was. I, it, believe me, folks, I'm not saying don't deprive your kids of the Santa. Oh, thank sure. That that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying. You know, if you're 18 and you still believe that, yeah. you're going you're going to have some issues yeah. because your belief system has to update with what's going on, with yeah. what your reality is. That's absolutely fair. Yep. So so beliefs define you. And 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 then we go into chapter 5 and we talk about okay, so if I have limiting beliefs, if you're raised and unfortunately in some situations this happens, people are raised in, in very abusive yep. environments mm-hmm. where parents are critical or you know they may say to Johnny, oh Johnny, you're no good. You're useless. You're worthless. You can't do this. Okay. And at some point as a child, again, you you tend to believe what your parents tell you because that's your only source of information. Mm. So if if somebody has his has taken that belief and it's locked into their subconscious, they continue to believe that even into adulthood, that they're not any good, that they can't they they can't be successful, that they're useless. Mm-hmm. So we have to identify those beliefs and, and remove those. We have to change those. Um, so so it, it's in and these events sometimes will leave what we call a memory imprint. I know we've talked about this on the show before. A traumatic a traumatic event or something where you felt hurt in some way that leaves an emotional imprint in your mind so that whenever you have a similar situation, it just reinforces that feeling mm-hmm. and it just locks it in more and more. And, and we all know, because this is a, the Motor City Hypnotist podcast, we have to change in-depth, these, these in embedded belief patterns that are not good for us. Mm-hmm. And we've, we talk about this all the time. Change your thinking. People who smoke, they, they, they smoke because they're addicted to nicotine. But the physical addiction, you're you're done with in a week and a half. Mm-hmm. So why why is it that when people quit for a year, they go back? There is no physical addiction. No. it's the mental addiction. Correct. They haven't changed the thinking on it. We uh, go to chapter six. Yes. Procrastination. No, yeah. don't go, don't do that one, just <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll wait on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, again, it's 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 ju- people procrastinate for a lot of different reasons and and in, in the the I, and I'll say professionally speaking, a lot of it is just suppressed frustration and anger mm-hmm. that, that that makes people procrastinate. And we know it, common sense tells us it never works out better when we procrastinate. Yeah. I can tell you, the times I spent in college staying up all night long, the night before, to write a paper mm-hmm. or study for an exam. That is not the ideal way to get it done. No. Because you may not succeed. You may not get right. you may not get the outcome that you want out of it. Exactly. Because, yeah. because I'm 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 waiting and being forced to do it. And it all goes back and and uh, boy, there's a lot right. of the stuff, it just it's like that we hit on episodes. It's James Clear talks about when the pain of not doing something becomes more than the pain of doing it. That's when you get forced into taking action. Right. Chapter 7, we move into motivation. So, so we want to stop procrastinating, so how do we get motivated to do that? Um, Stephen Pressfield, in his novel, The War of Art, says at some... Oh, here, here's the statement I was just talking about. The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield states, at some point the pain of not doing it becomes greater than the pain of doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the essence of motivation. Every choice has a cost, but it's easier to overcome the inconvenience of action when we are motivated than the distress of staying the same. Right. So a lot of people will say, yeah, I'm just not motivated. That's fine, but doing nothing is not helping you. No. Doing nothing is making it worse. So you have to take some kind of action to change that script. And again, change that thinking. Hmm. And then we go into now... Taking action as far as, okay, so how do, I, how do I manage all of this? There's a whole chapter on scheduling and how that will help you. We go into chapter nine on how to learn from failure. Like when you do fail, because it will happen, you will make mistakes. What do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then chapter 10 is a whole chapter dedicated to hypnosis, how it works, myths and misconceptions. A lot of the things we've covered here.
1: Nice.
0: But telling you why it works. And then chapter 11 is where we pull it together. Chapter 11 is called Empower Your Mind, and this is where we talk about how you yourself can hypnotize or get into a hypnotic trance. The deep breathing, the process to get there, and then suggestions you can tell yourself to change those embedded faulty thinking patterns. Now the great thing with this is it's it's a lot, especially for books, you can read about doing self-hypnosis. There are tons of books out there. This whole chapter focuses on that you can read it, but it's hard to do it while you're reading it. So a lot of times you might have to read it through a couple of times just to kind of know what to do. The better thing is, is if you get to the end of the chapter, once it's done with that, there's a link here uh, to download a whole recording specifically to address everything in this book. That's brilliant. Yep. So right at the end of the last chapter, it's a download. Uh, The link is in the book Mm -hmm. and you can download the audio file that I made and, and it, takes you through the whole process of hypnosis, all the suggestions in that recording are what we cover in this book. Mm, that's great. To change and, and, and make, you know, again, to change, to, to be motivated, to not procrastinate, to, to focus on scheduling, to have that in, embedded belief that I can do this, I will be successful, mm-hmm. whatever it is you're taking on. So yeah, that, that's the book in a nutshell. So um, no, thank you for your work on that. Absolutely, I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's 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 just it's fun. It's it's nice to be. Uh, I'm, yeah, it's nice to be an author. Yeah, I can add that to my list. <laughs> I can add that, and, and somebody will say, yeah. oh, good for you." <laughs> and then I can tell them, "I'm very important. Yep. Uh, I have many leather-bound books <laughs> and." My apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> oh, well, not yet. Yeah. I might have some mahogany someday. One of these days. So, folks, that's Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide. For those of you on Facebook Live, I'll hold it up again so you can see what it, what it looks like. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can get on, on Amazon, you get the Kindle or paperback version. And as Matt mentioned either earlier this episode or maybe the last episode, um, the audio version will eventually be out. Yes. If you like, like audio books. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to hear my voice, that might work. Yep. I might hire somebody to do it. I okay. don't know yet, but... I know a few guys. I was going to say, Matt's, Matt's one of my guys. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, yeah, pick it up. Pick it up if you want. Uh, please pick it up. I mean, I, I think it'll be good. It will covers a lot of the things we talked about in the last couple of episodes, but way more in depth. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you can refer back to it if you have questions. So, folks, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Again, uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, empower your mind for success pick it up and uh yeah thanks so much thanks for the support we will be back next episode where we're going to talk about how to deal with crisis oh yeah. my, that's my cousin my cousin awesome dan he says he's going to give cousin, it a read dan, yes. he's going to give it a read i appreciate it brother
1: thanks dan or cousin
0: <laughs> we'll call your brother but uh, appreciate Same. it dan So, folks, in the meantime, we will be back next time. I think I said uh, we're talking about how to deal with crisis, uh, which which kind of fits in a little bit to what we're doing. But uh, as far as the book goes, but a little bit more specific. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.